can't be drinking Starbucks right now also. <laughs> Why? As she pulls out her Starbucks cup and takes Wait, a huge Why can't we drink Starbucks right now? <laughs> That's hilarious. And I was going to say, Starbucks makes the most money yeah, off me like, in this season. Like, from pumpkin spice to New yeah. Year's, I, I'm... Starbucks has me by a chokehold. <laughs> That's all you want. Just <laughs> peppermint mocha is my fave. Yeah. Is that is that your peppermint go-to? mocha? Oh, okay. I was gonna ask. I was like, is it the pumpkin spice or is it something else? Okay, yeah. The peppermint mocha. I'm here for the peppermint mocha, like the hot chocolate so version great. of and it. I always is do also mine with so like one less pump of mocha and an extra pump of peppermint. So it's just like. Mm. But <laughs> and I tried, I tried. I got the peppermint like creamer for home, and I was like, okay, it's all right. No, did you make the cold foam? No, is it? I can't. Thank can you. Do it in your little frother. I just choose to I... see my favorite drive-through people every day instead. Ugh. I'm uh, I'm gonna try to make it because I like yeah I'm trying to be better about making coffee at home so I'm like I need to make it all fancy fancy I will I'm, say like, investing like, in it as far as coffee me and Isa found this really delicious like um, cinnamon coffee at Costco and we were just like and it already has sugar like mm. mixed into it like in it's like canela or the cafe de olla which is already like brown sugar mm-hmm. and cinnamon and like Colombian coffee or Mexican coffee um and it's just so good but we were drinking it so fast okay that (laughs) what we ended up doing is we ended up buying just like regular coffee beans and mixing it in so like the flavor wasn't as heavy but still delicious and that kind of slowed us down otherwise we were like making like a lot of coffee like oh really how many how much coffee are you drinking um I was, I would say like average for the year is probably at least probably three cups a day. Wow. I will, but I will say like since, since I got COVID probably like October-ish, I've probably only been to like one. Okay. As easily as I get addicted is as easy as I hop off. (laughs) Hey, that's a, it's a good thing and a bad thing. I know. Those commitment issues. They run deep. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh-oh. Un- uncovering some, uh, some deep salary here. Childhood trauma is showing. Let me put it away. Okay, speaking oh. of childhood trauma, though, I think that brings us to our topic for the day. Uh, we are talking about, oh, well, I guess we should intro us first. Let's do that first. Yeah. Um, welcome to What Season Are We On? My name is Mallory. I'm Pyle, and we're talking about body image today. Yeah. I feel, I feel like body image is such a big one that, like, it needs a whole episode to itself. I agree. I agree. And I think body image, especially like it's holiday-ish season, you're going to parties, you're getting cute outfits, you might be like a little bit fluffier because we're eating all the sweets and delicious Starbucks and... Honestly, like I, it's never ending during the holiday. That's like party. It's like good food, alcohol, good food, alcohol. And like, it just throws off like your whole... Like I'm not. I was supposed to go work out today, and then it was like we had right. a party last night, and I was like, mm, okay, maybe not tomorrow. <laughs> and that's kind of how it happens, right? There's this like Real Housewife, um, Kyle Richards, and everyone's talking about her because they think she's going through a divorce because she's like super tiny, and she's and she stopped drinking, and they're like, why just such a crazy change in behavior? And she's just like, you know, it has nothing to do with anything except that, like, if I drink, then I can't get up. And I'm yeah. like, lose part of my day. 
she's like, so if I eliminate drinking, then I can get up and I go work out. And it's not that I just started working out. It's just like now I'm able to because I'm not drinking. Right. And I was like, wow, that's deep. Right. (laughs) You're not like dragging yourself out of bed. Yeah. Damn. Wow. So many of my goals would be solved if I could get rid of the social drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I always consider it and I'm always like, oh, I'm going to do dry dry January. I did in the middle there. Like this past year, I was like, I was good for about a month and then it got difficult. I think I'm going to try again in the new year, but it's always hard. Yeah, I don't. I think mine is more my commitment issues. I'll be honest. Like the reason why I don't go work out is like simply because I don't have a desire to. I know. Because like during the week, like I usually won't drink. Like Saturday, maybe have a cocktail, but like I never feel like oh I'm so hungover, I'm so exhausted, like I couldn't get up. Like I'm yeah. still up at the same you're time. I just at, you're pretty good about it. I feel don't like want to go. Don't really, yeah, you just like don't get hungover. The same way all of us do. <laughs> You're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. I got yeah, Aaron's that's, Bye, guys. that's true. <laughs> <laughs> got a life to live. I'm telling you, it runs. Alcoholism runs deep in my family too, and so it's like, I think it's just like an adaptive genetic thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Man, no. Okay, well, we'll see how we do. Well, I'll document my journey. <laughs> long for the journey. Uh, be like my own mini yeah, maybe. Right? Yeah, maybe we should. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do like mini updates on our yeah. on a goal for the new year. Yeah, I just like that. make it like a I mini series inside. Yeah, I haven't even thought about what my like twenty twenty four goals are gonna look like and how do yeah. I do compared to my twenty twenty three goals. So I think uh a lot of self reflection coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, I mean, when we let's go back to body body image, I feel like we do have I feel like it's such a broad topic and it's like it hits so many different parts of your life like it's not like you know what body image was for you when you were younger is different for what it means to you now and yeah I think they're different challenges right like it's different it could be the same underlying emotion but I think there's so many different factors that kind of play into like now what you know what affects your body image yeah um and I guess we should probably define like what we mean when we say body image right so like body image I think for as far as like we're speaking about it is probably not the exact definition of body image but the overlying kind of feelings of how you feel inside your body and how you feel about the appearance of your body um and like how you how that affects the energy, I guess, or how it affects, I think it just affects how you, you overall, put yourself right? forward. Yeah. Yeah. How confident you feel in yourself or how you're, you know, kind of stepping out there. Uh, yeah, I think it definitely has a lot to do with, like, your own mental health. Yeah. Yeah. Like a I... whole different converse, co- topic of conversation. <laughs> but I think, it. yeah, I think, you know, when you had made the connection of, like, body image and mental health, it's such a huge 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 factor and i think they affect each other both ways right exactly like if you're not feeling great about your body like your mental health might decline but in that Mm -hmm. same effect like if you're not mentally feeling great you're probably not taking care of your body as well either yeah i think yeah both definitely go hand in hand our society puts so such a high importance on like what somebody looks like and like what that means for them right like they say like if you dress better when you go to work or if you just like are a more attractive person things are easier yeah and you know that's why like I feel like you know when I go out I have to I have to make sure my hair is done or that I have like you know a little bit of makeup on so I don't look what tired is that the the most common right and it's like 
Raj just walks, combs his hair and walks outside. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's a huge point too. Like there's a huge variation between like a man's body image and like the expectation of that body mm-hmm. versus like the expectations that society places on women and their yeah. body image. Right. Because guys at like a much smaller rate have like, health conditions to do with their body right because the pressure isn't as strong as women we're seeing it more now as like social media progresses and stuff like that many more men are getting um you know plastic surgery or yeah all that kind of fun stuff yeah they're going to the med spa and they're yeah you know they're getting hydrofacials and you know maybe (laughs) a little baby botox like it's a or filler. Like I know a lot of guys that have gotten under eye filler. Uh, right. Or like jawline filler. You know, it's just like maybe not in the same ear. I mean, actually kinda, right? Like the jawline is like I think a very popular area for men and women, but it's becoming mm-hmm. more talked about. Uh right. Especially for them. More widely accepted too, right? Mm-hmm. Like our dad's generation would never probably even think about no that, I, don't I don't even know so. filler was around <laughs> yeah but you, even it would now, be right? unmanly to even get a pedicure right yeah the getting them to oh my god do you remember the first time we took raj and either to get a pedicure they right. fought us all the way to the nail salon and then they got there and they had the best time now they ask us <laughs> can we go get a when pedicure can we go? <laughs> yeah <laughs> That is so true. I don't think there's anything not manly about a pedicure. Clean feet. Right. It's manliness. Let me say it one Uh, more time. Clean feet is manly. (laughs) (laughs) For those in the back, don't clip your own toenails. (laughs) You gotta like clean it though, bro. Like clipping your toenails is not enough. Like the amount that we do with our feet, like right they yeah. need to be clean there's like gunk there's all that stuff the callus stuff like <laughs> you gotta clean feet let's say it again clean feet <laughs> the number it's one takeaway from this episode <laughs> yeah if you're a man and you're not sure or you're scared to go to the pedi- or the nail salon go grab a guy friend go put some roadies in your pocket and go to the nail salon yeah, or or a girlfriend. Just find someone who's maybe like a little bit more seasoned so that you feel more yeah. comfortable too. Yeah. Like they'll I feel tell like you don't get the deluxe package. Right. You know, don't let them upsell mid-tier. you. I dollar more. Yeah. The fucking uh, uh coffee remover special. on top of the Yeah. <laughs> I I just the nail sal- the little nail salon bit, like how young were we when that came out? Like but I remember it so vividly. Oh, I don't know, like eighth grade, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Blake could do Bon Quiqui perfectly. And so, shout out to my cousin Blake. And I think she was like probably in fourth grade. So, if she was in fourth grade, I was uh, maybe a freshman, like 10th okay. grade. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious, though. Yeah. But yeah, great time. We should definitely go back. I. So many of the ones now give you like a little glass of wine or champagne. You know, my yeah. hair, my my hair salon gives me a drink now too when I go, and I'm like, oh. But it's see, like, that goes back to the drinking. Ten a.m. The drinking, yeah, yes, around you everywhere. Like I feel I, like it's and, hard and to if, plan activities that are that don't revolve around drinking. Like it's like, oh, let's go to a paint right. sip. Okay, cool, alcohol included. Let's uh, right. Let's go. Let's go to happy hour. Like, right. I just feel like it's like so a lot of our, our social scenarios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, what can we do that does not involve drinking? I like really am like, okay, cool. We can mm-hmm. go like ice skating. But then like, I see, I see her husband. What are we going to do after? With all, yeah. Right. <laughs> no, they just go and get us drinks like while we're ice skating. You know what I mean? It's just like. Okay, well, it's that's so embedded in everything. I think that's like something that I'm going to prioritize. So what, write down activities that can be done without drinking which is like all of them but, but we just do the, the drinking too <laughs> right right that's golfing it's like involves drinking. <laughs> it's like well we equate drinking to having more fun so it's like oh this activity was great it would have been better or more fun yeah. if we had a drink 
Yeah. And so for we sure. just like default to like, oh, let's get a drink then. You're not wrong. I'm like, what's in your cup right now? <laughs> oh, in my cup, in my cup, I got, I made myself a little iced coffee. Um, okay, so I might now have expired coffee from what I just learned or learned about. Okay, yeah. but I do a little brown sugar syrup, the little espresso Starbucks thing that you can get from the grocery store, and mm-hmm. oat milk. And Bailey's? No, oat milk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oat milk. It is uh, 9.22 a.m. <laughs> that's so funny do you remember the first time like going back to body image um do you remember the first time you remember like being aware of your appearance and how it affected somebody else um I don't think really how it affected somebody else I think it was more of how it affected me but it was from like a very young age also I was just like I think I was like very just awkward from like all through elementary school kind of Mm -hmm. and I think that also like I think very much played a part like I I I wish I could show you but I probably never will but I was just like (laughs) this awkward kid and I was like and I think that plays that kind of goes hand in hand right like it might not have been directly like what I looked like but because Mm -hmm. I was so awkward and I just like kind of had that feeling of like oh I want to fit in I want to you know I want to have friends I want to fit in I want to do right I think that also played a part and so I think probably like changing your appearance to fit in yeah like probably going from private school to 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 public school was the big one for me because now Mm -hmm. I had to like get dressed every day instead right at private school I just had just yeah I just had my uniform and then we could have a couple free dress day but making that switch from from private school to public school was was hard especially when you think about like you know all, all of those kids have been going to school together for right for years on years and it's kind of like how when old you were you to, i was in like fourth grade oh okay but i had been at fairmont since like preschool so like right you were everybody, secure yeah and everybody that i was in my grade i had grown up with and it's not like Fairmont's that big, right? Like there were right. three classrooms of like 20 kids each and it was small. Um, yeah. And so Eve, I actually, I actually went to, I actually bounced around quite a bit. I left Fairmont fourth grade. I went to public school. I actually ended up going back to Fairmont same school year. I was just like, I don't like it here. This is not okay. Um, yeah. And then they took me back out in fifth grade thinking like, okay, she can do it. Um, so fifth, sixth, seventh. And why the transition to public? It's, I think it, there was now three of us and uh. yeah. So they were like, okay, we need, there's that. This is getting really <laughs> expensive. Um, but then I actually ended up going back to Fairmont my eighth grade because like, I don't know. I think seventh grade was hard for me. Like, yeah. Seventh grade is a hard for a lot of girls, I think. Yeah. Like, I was very bullied. And I was just like, I looked awkward. I had braces. I just like, I was this weird, I don't know. And I just, yeah, it got too much. And I was like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. And I think you're making a good point, too, is like, um, there is a different kind of perception or like security being in private school because... Mm-hmm. It's so small and, you know, the teachers all know the kids and the teachers know your parents and there's much more of like a eyes on kind of approach to everything. So I think in in those environments, you're kind of allowed to be more awkward because there's less variables. Like you said, like the uniform, you're not really looking at what other kids are wearing because everyone's wearing the same thing. Everyone's wearing the same thing. You know, is that why uniforms are a thing? Honestly, yes, that is why. And there's like this other level of like, if you're going to private school and your parents are paying for private school, Mm -hmm. you're also at a level of like almost the same um, class level too, right? Yeah. So you're not worried about like, oh, they have better shoes or they got new shoes and I can't get new shoes. Those factors don't play in anymore because everyone's kind of on a similar playing field yeah so it eliminates a lot of those things so like 
most of the kids, even if you look crazy, no one's going to really notice because what are they judging you on? Your hair? Like, yeah. And even then, there's so many rules and regulations about how you can wear your hair because you're in private school. Or at least there was when I went. So mm. I think a lot of those things are just like eliminated. Yeah. So it's the way you perceive yourself is very different. Mm hmm. And then, yeah, and then you get to middle school and now you have to like change for PE. And now you've got like that whole other added layer of like self-consciousness. Yeah. And I think I've At always the most self-conscious been... time of your life. Yes. Like, your body is going through so many. So many changes. Million changes. And now you're like thrown into the wolves. Yeah. I yeah. like I always, like I wasn't allowed to wear a bit of it. I wasn't allowed to wear a mini skirt. Like that was like, you know, one of those jean mini skirts. Mm -hmm. Like I think I had finally gotten one. It's like seventh grade and I was just not allowed to wear it. If I wanted to wear it, I had to wear leggings underneath and I did not want to do that. Right. Because then it defeats the purpose of the mini skirt. Yeah. Distinctly remember this day because I changed, put the skirt in my backpack and then my mom was like, where's the skirt? <laughs> she knew she knew <laughs> that is funny that yeah I went to private school K through 8th so I never had a change for PE and oh, then wow. in high school I never took like a traditional PE class mm -hmm. so we would I can't even remember I guess we would change in between periods so we weren't like in the locker room changing with everybody oh okay like, oh, times, like, it was just like, oh, school's over. Like, you could go and change whenever you wanted. And I would always change in a stall because I never knew, like, what are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> just getting naked out here. Yeah. But, and it's like a, I think it took me a long time to be comfortable where I'm with, like, my body and, like, you know, yeah who I am. Now we can go to the Korean spa. Now we're just like, woo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, I think it definitely changes. I think you made a great point. Is like at that awkward middle school age, that's like the worst time to be going through probably any transition besides puberty because it's just mm -hmm. like everything's on overload. Everything yeah. is a big deal. So I can totally understand how you're probably just freaking out like, you just want that security back. Yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't like this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I went through a lot of therapy for it already, so I'm okay. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is very interesting, though. Like, I think, you know, I, when I first started therapy, I wasn't sure, like, Oh, what is this going to be? Am I going to lay on the couch and like tell her all my yeah. darkest secrets? But it's like so. And I think the therapist I had was very, was very intentional about doing it this way. But it was like very much identifying like the big trauma moments and like working through those, which is like, which is not fun. Of course. <laughs> also, now you're like re unlocking like all this stuff that you like. Right. Have have buried and now you're like okay the only way i'm gonna get past this is if i address it and you so, have to get through it yeah 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 i yeah i <laughs> i did start therapy a little bit last week i actually had my first therapy session of my life wow i know and i'm proud of you i know but i canceled the one today why <laughs> 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 I take it back. I take it back. I'm just like, can someone teach me how to do therapy before I go? <laughs> I think it, and again, this speaks to probably like a lot of things, but like, she's like, oh, it's like very self driven and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. Like, I don't, you want me to just like bring up stuff? Like, I don't. I think uh, I think it's different for everyone. I think a lot of I think starting with like present day and like you know talk about your day or like if something has happened. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's hard to just be like, all right, so here is my here is all my deepest trauma. You know what I mean? Like, right? It's not something that you're just gonna be like, all right, miss uh, miss therapist. Um, 
so when I was a kid, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I think in my head, I was just like imagining like, you know, I have done, I've read like a lot of self-help books and I've mm-hmm. done like a lot of like research into different things that like I can kind of like viscerally connect to. And so I kind of just like wanted her to like have a survey and be like, okay, <laughs> just tell yeah. me about your life. And then like after this, we'll like check off like these 10 boxes. All right. Now I know what we need to focus on. And I don't, I, yeah. So, and then the other part of me feels like, what if I just don't do therapy correctly? And then it like, isn't very helpful. I think you're being Which too is, methodical about it. Like it's not, yeah. it's not a check checklist. And I don't think it'll ever be that checklist, right? I think it's... Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, I think you just have to... Don't try to, don't try to like, guide it to what you... Um, I think start, yeah, start present day. Kind of talk about, like, your life now. Like, what are things that you did? And then, you know, o- over time, she'll kind of guide you through conversation to kind of see, like, what that means and whatever. You know, I'm not... Yeah. But... <laughs> I'm all for it. I think it's worth uh I think everyone should go and I think everyone should have like that person to talk to that's not immediately connected to you. Like it's great. I love talking to you and I love talking to Raj and Godra, Right, but, but it's different. Y- yeah. It's like sometimes you can't help me with what I need to talk about and what I need to go through. Yeah, you'll right. be there and you'll be right. able to listen and be supportive, but Sometimes that's not enough. Yeah. No, I can totally understand that. And that's why I did kind of like look into it and think like, okay, like maybe I can do this. And it was like a pretty good session. I'll say that. But I was afterwards, I was just like trying to think of topics to talk about the next time. And I was like, I've come up with nothing. Cancel. (laughs) So here we are. It's okay. I hope you'll uh, you... reschedule for another I know. I'm probably going to like book again. She's going to be like, let's talk about why you canceled. Honestly, I think that'll that'll totally take you down so many different, like it'll it go circles back to the commitment side of things. You know what I mean? I think <laughs> like you, uh, it, it's opening the can of worms. And I think every side yeah. of it does, right? Like if she's like, oh, tell me about like, Tell me about you and your siblings. Now you have, right. you know what I mean? The way you answer that question basically kind of takes the conversation. It opens up. Yeah. 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 And I think like that's like with every topic in our lives, right? Like the way you right. immediately respond to something kind of immediately puts you in a position of where you stand. Right. Like you can tell your yeah. stance on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're true. That's true. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. I think a part of me also thinks like, you know, I've obviously never talked to to Raj about this, but it's like, and we obviously are not having issues. Let me put this disclaimer out there. But I think it's really helpful like to go to couples therapy and like what that yeah. means. I think right now, right? Between being newly married to new parents, like that time of your life, I think is so focused on the two of you and like what foundation you set moving forward yeah that I think that it could be it could be a good thing I don't know but I also don't want to make it seem like hey like we need to do this thing and kind of put all this pressure that was that isn't there you know and I yeah I go back and forth because I think it would be really helpful but I don't know so from my research um it's actually very helpful for <laughs> it's actually very helpful for couples to like go to some not maybe marriage counseling and couples therapy but even just like a newlywed support group to kind of yeah. just talk about like maybe there's not issues but like what is important to you and just have like someone there as a mediator to like kind of set up some goals and parameters for the relationship yeah um because like you said like sometimes we like don't really talk about those things until it that pressure is there right so we're not really going to talk about what kind of parent do you want to be until we know we're going to be parents right but then what if you're not really aligned on what kind of parent you want to be 
And so then now you have the pressure of this child and the stresses of regular life. And like, that's not the time that you want to like figure out how you're going to get it together. Exactly. So, um, Yuzar and I did do like, um, couples, yeah, couples counseling, like premarital counseling. Um, before we got married, we did it like with the therapist and that's what he kind of just did. It was kind of just like, I think it was six sessions and it was kind of like, okay, let's figure out some goals that you guys have as a couple and like what you guys want your life to look like, what's important to you. Um, and like how you're going to kind of communicate around those. And, um, then we also did like a more like religious kind of setup with his parents. Um, okay. I was, but I think was that the same one with his with his parents no they were separate we did separate and so for me I kind of wanted separate because I wanted to see like like you said a third party that's not really invested in us not his parents right (laughs) right um and the the counseling we did with them it was like based around this respect and love book which is a great book um but it is more like religiously focused but I think both kind of gave us a couple tools to like put in our back pocket and sometimes when we are like kind of annoyed with each other we can kind of pull it out and be like okay we gotta like go back to level one like what what's actually going on here you know and i i so i think that's been helpful now that you're a year into marriage a lot of you know from the conversations and the goals that you guys set like is that is that something that you guys will go and revisit? How, like, I don't know, do those change? I'm sure, you know, as life happens, yeah. like, life adjusts and things like that. Like, I don't know. Do you guys go back and kind of revisit those, I guess? I guess they're maybe less, less like goals and more like values for your relationship. Okay. So they are more of like flexible, the situation you're in. So it wasn't like, okay, in five years we want to A, B, and C, but it's also mm-hmm. like, okay, um, in five years I've, I'm, I value that like we're still going to be a close couple. Like it's important to me that we don't like, lose each other in the craziness of life right like it's important to me that we don't become roommates that we're centered together and we do things together or you know like it's important that um god remains like as a part of our relationship and that we talk to our kids about god and kind of teach them some like spirituality kind of things so it, it was more of like coming together of like ideals that we want as a family and as a couple moving forward okay that makes way more sense (laughs) yeah so then you can kind of apply them to any situation and then it Mm -hmm. like you said it kind of gives you that foundation like these are the things that are important to us before it got crazy so like you can always go back and say like okay what are you what what things were important to you you know like Mm -hmm. are we working to keep those things important are we getting lost in like the minutiae and now making other things more of a priority that maybe shouldn't be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they always say, right? Like your partner is a person is the only person in your life that you truly pick. Yeah. I think uh, it's important because everyone else is there. Every, you know, your family's there, your kids are there. They're all, you know, attached to you, but this is like the person that you've chosen to, to do all these crazy new life experiences with yeah you know and challenges so I think it's important I don't think uh I don't think a relationship is ever easy and I think you know it only gives you as much as you as much as you give it yeah and I think that's an important part too is like not only did you pick this person right Mm -hmm. but that person is probably also going to have the biggest effect on you they say like all of your unsolved, unresolved kind of interior issues are going to play out in your romantic relationship first because these this is a person you know you can be like the most vulnerable with. Yeah. So it's very easy for you to be like thrown back into like what your inside of your head really just like defaults to, right? And, mm-hmm. and that person... 
that you've picked might not know what your default is until you're like in it. In it, in it. Yep. So you got to make the yeah. choice. Yeah, dude. Wow. <laughs> it's been some real uh, knowledge today. <laughs> we could yeah. be ready today. <laughs> I know we coffee. started <laughs> we started talking about body issues but it really took us down a path of like mental health too I think and just yeah yeah because I think like I don't know I think body issues is play such a big part like I think relationship weight is such a real thing like yeah like from who yeah. I was when I met Raj to what I look like now <laughs> are very different human beings. <laughs> right. Okay, so that brings up a good question. Do you like one better than the other? Um, it's a well, I me. wish... I mean... Oh, you're frozen. Oh, you're back. Okay. Um, I think that's hard. I think I would, in terms of how I looked, like I'd probably go if I could. I'd probably want to be look like my twenty three year old self and not <laughs> my twenty nine year old self. But I do think now I'm consistently working out. I'm a little more conscious of like my food. You know, I'm not that much conscious, but I'm trying to be a little bit more. Um, and so I. But think, I think like, that. Those are important because I wasn't yeah. doing that at 23. I was like, woo, I can do whatever I want. And a 23-year-old body is much different than a 29-year-old body in general. Yeah. Whether we like it or not. I know. <laughs> yeah, like those uh, those pair of shorts that I have sitting in my closet that will never fit me again that are still sitting there. I, you know, I they're there and I don't know why I keep them, but I'm never going to fit into them. They're a 24 waist. Do you know how long ago I was a 24 waist? Um, it also spins into the idea of like, yes, maybe your appearance was different, but like we go back to like the mental capacity, right? How were you mentally different? Were you mentally better? Mentally like no, the I same? Like That's why I had to move back from SF. I was just like, I have no... I have I don't I'm not living like a healthy lifestyle like I wasn't yeah. working out I wasn't cooking I was like out all the time and like I was like I at some point I was like I don't want that anymore I don't want to I don't want this to be my lifestyle right um, and so moving back home I it gave me a chance to reset and kind of figure out like okay what's important to you what are we doing here um yeah and a lot of that changed. I wasn't, I wasn't going out all the time. I was now living at home. So I was eating at home way more often. Right. You know, I had someone motivating me to go work out and I had someone to work out with. Like, I think that's you really have that community and kind of yeah. like sense of. Because my sister yeah. was living at home. My brother was living at home and my parents. And like, I was like, okay, all right, we're doing this. And Again, it takes you back to your foundation. Mm -hmm. Like, and those are the people who are gonna like look at you and say, like, "Hey, this this is not who you are. This is not like what we want yeah. for you. Like, what are we doing here?" Mm -hmm. So, I think twenty nine year old Pyle is uh, doing much better in terms of where <laughs> she's at um, mentally, um, but. Yeah, if I, if I could be, if I could look like my twenty three year old self again, oh, everyone, watch out! It's <laughs> actually really funny. <laughs> okay, what about you though? Um, like yeah, your pre, I your pre moment to your current moment because I think mine was a very distinct like this is like when I moved back home and I like made that conscious choice like yeah. what is that for you um I think for me it was probably and it's like kind of like a two-fold situation it was probably after college and I started like working full-time is probably mm -hmm. when I felt like an urge to be like okay 
like you said, like, what am I doing? Like, I got to like get more in charge of my life and kind of like do something better. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I was wilding out because it was like the first time I was like making real money and, you know, you don't have the responsibility of turning in homework and it's much easier to like wake up and go to work than it is to like be in class all day and then go to work and then do this and, you know, so it was, it was a little bit different. Um, and so at that time it was like when I was really just like making my own happiness a priority, I would think. So I was eating really clean. I was probably the smallest I'd been since high school. And, um, I, I was on top of the world, honestly. I was, I was doing everything I wanted to do, but at the same time, I, I wasn't like really, I wasn't really grounded anywhere. So I think Mm -hmm. I was just doing whatever I wanted. Um, and then I got pregnant. (laughs) And so then it kind of became a very rude awakening of like, okay, you had everything at your fingertips and now you have one focus and one thing you got to take care of and so it definitely just shoved me into like a place of this is it like you kind of it went from like world is your oyster to survival mode very quickly um dang that's tough though yeah you were like you were riding such a high and then like i think i love the little angel so i don't want to call her like the consequence of your action but now you <laughs> but she 100 percent, she was 100 percent. and now you were like okay now i'm now i have to really kind of reassess like what's important to me and like what my right. goals are now and yeah wow yeah so that was that. like yeah that was like the crazy a crazy time and I I remember even like my mom telling me like see the higher you climb the harder the fall like this is yeah. this is it oh, now man. you know and so it took me a little while to like kind of figure it out and um I would say like yeah when I look back at that person I definitely don't want to be that Mallory <laughs> she was mm-hmm. a little crazy and she was I was doing a lot of things I probably shouldn't have been doing but um which is like I, all of us at like 20 something right though, right like that's the right. moment to, to fall to get back up to like that was the time to be crazy and and I don't right. you know those experiences made us who we are now um 100% and yeah, I definitely you know, value have done all of those, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I'm talking like I was doing some wild stuff. I just like, wasn't probably treating myself with the most respect, but I wasn't also, I wasn't like doing anything that off the rails, you know? So, yeah. um, I think, yeah, like looking back, like, I think, you're right you have to kind of like go through those things to figure out who you are and who you want to be and um I think now like once once I was able to figure out how to like kind of balance being a mom and balance being a human being I think like this year was probably like another high year for me like I just felt like okay everything is pretty much like where it should be and Layla's older so it's a lot easier and mm-hmm. I felt like there's a piece of my own person back and I was able to be like a lot more independent this year like starting the yeah. podcast and like doing mm-hmm. a couple other things that like are important to me and I yeah. was able to kind of find myself back in so that's really nice do I definitely like talking about body image want to be back in that place of where I was maybe maybe (laughs) in all honesty (laughs) honestly I think I think like with I think you need I think I just need a motivator like I need someone to keep me accountable because it's so easy to just be like "Mm, maybe not today you know right like all right Mal you'll be my accountability partner 
All right, we might have to get in this. All right, yeah. I okay. I think I think we might. I, I think this might be a good little mini series to our pod. Maybe yeah. we do like a little, little um, accountability journals as like little bonus episodes. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, because I I want to do it. I always I feel like I I go through this internal battle all day every day like come on just do it like you're already awake you're already here just do it Um, yeah i have to literally we're gonna have to incentivize ourselves like every day that we stay consistent and like there's a workout there's no drink and maybe (laughs) one other thing you know i'm gonna put like yeah i'm gonna put like five dollars in the little piggy bank (laughs) and that and then that'll be my yeah yeah I, 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 think, I, need, I need something <laughs> I think that's the hard part for me is to find like that thing that like keeps me engaged in that motivation because like before the yeah. wedding I was really on top of it but because I knew I wanted to look a certain way for the wedding and mm-hmm. it's like I hit that goal and I felt great and I was like feeling great and even like at your wedding like I kind of slowed down a little bit but I still was like in it and then yeah. afterwards, I was kind of like, it starts to dwindle a little bit more. I'm like, well, there's nothing I'm really doing this for. Yeah. But you need to, like, you need a motivator. Like, it is. Yeah. But maybe just my health should be a motivation. I don't know. It's not, though. It's <laughs> like, you know, we all know it. We all know that we shouldn't eat all the junk food or that extra, you know, whatever. But it's like, ube cake like, oh, the ube cake was so good oh my gosh i want more i shouldn't have more <laughs> so yeah, we'll figure yeah. It out. i gotta you gotta find out what's your motivator i gotta find out what's my I know. motivator and then is there a checklist a quiz Hi. i can take <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's what's my motivator <laughs> Yeah, maybe you could talk about that in therapy next week. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's also like an element of like I know. Okay, we like record and we're like looking at each other. We're on video. Yeah, but like I, we're like basically on Facetime together. And I was like, this is so awkward. <laughs> like I don't know. Like why are you looking at it's, me? But like where I else is she gonna easier. look? Yeah, I think it's easier being on Facetime than in person. If I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. yeah i don't know yeah. i feel like when you it. have that conversation in person like i it becomes more real and intense and yeah i don't know maybe that's just me being in my own head but that's oh i, I could see that. that i could see it mm-hmm. but okay should we try to make our way back to body image i feel like we've really I kind of ca- think we like call this like one like a mental health. Yeah, I kind of like where we we really kind of we're just sharing our feelings. You got in there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we call it in our in our feels episode. Yeah, it was, and we talked about a lot. I think. Yeah, different. Know, hitting on, uh, you know, topics that we probably wouldn't have talked about for a little bit of context. Like, this is. Valerie and I wanted this to be a space that we could talk about all the things that we talk about while we're naked at the Korean spa. But we realized (laughs) that like everybody else has the same, not the same, but very similar like feelings. Experiences. Yeah. That we wanted to take some time to, to talk about it. Like if you're not alone, we're, we're here, we're talking about it. If you want to talk about it with us, like we are happy. We're happy to have you. Um, just hit us up yeah and I think it's also like a truly and something I definitely appreciate is like this is truly a space of like no judgment you know Mm -hmm. I I can really honestly listen to your stories and talk to you and I just feel like all right we talked we got it like we're moving on there's no feeling of like oh now I know like, you know, this is this, <laughs> this is the spot, you know, like it's just and I think that's really special. And you in our little group of friends, too, I feel similarly and it's it's cool. I, I really like it. 
I also think it's kind of taught me to be a better friend and a better listener, um, hmm. you know, to be to be more open about, I guess not open, but like to be a, a better active listener. Um, and, you know, sometimes some, that's all somebody needs. They need somebody to listen and somebody to that they can, you know, bounce some ideas on off of or just to sit there and vent a little bit. Um, yeah. Not everything needs a solution. A resolution. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't need one, but sometimes you just need a chance to get it out and feel that like the person that you're talking to is somebody that is going to re- take it well and kind of not judge you for it, like you said. And I think yeah, that's that's the beauty of adult friendships. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is true. And I think it... And our podcast is like mostly fun and we like to talk about different things. And there's a couple of, of, you know, episodes where we've gotten a little deep and it's just kind of like, all right, this this is life. This is like the reality for us, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure other people out there. Right. Not everything is hilarious and not everything is that sad. So there's there's something in the middle for everybody. Yeah. And I love it. I love it. I'm uh I'm so glad that we are that we actually did it. We we talked about it for a long time. We tried to figure out if it was, but having a creative kind of fun thing that we can do together that's like doesn't like we're not trying yeah. like we said right. We're not trying to be call her daddy. We're not trying to be the next greatest podcast out there. We're just trying to do something a little bit more fun and something that we enjoy doing. Yeah, and opening a space yeah. for other people to enjoy yeah. with us. Yeah. And then we really so love, that- I really love when people are like, oh, it just feels like <laughs> I've in the room and you and Mal are having a conversation. Like, yeah. And I'm like, I love that. And they're like, yeah, it really feels <laughs> like we're just at your house. <laughs> Chill it. Yeah. And hopefully, like, maybe we're giving people stuff to think about or like resources mm-hmm. to look at or, you know, or even maybe they can approach a conversation they've been thinking about with their person or somebody in their life that maybe they have some like touch points you know yeah hopefully we're impacting think, the world for great yep i think that's uh well i think that's a good little kind of wrap up to our episode for today yeah so feel free right, to like rate subscribe leave us a review you know tell us what yeah you <laughs> <like>. <laughs> what season are we on <laughs> All right, cheers to whatever. Cheers. Bye.